Welcome back to our podcast. Hey, 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 party people. Welcome back. We are super excited for this one. I know it's been such a long time. And we keep saying we're going to get better at this. And this time we mean it. We really are like writing down calendars, exchanging notes on everything we need for making this more consistent. So bear with us. We did research (laughs) research on this one. So just get ready. I'm super excited mostly because this topic is so diverse and I'm going to let Kay introduce it only because I have almost zero experience with this topic. Which is why I think it's so funny. That's true. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. Okay, so very, very juicy topic today. We are going to be talking about internships. Paid, unpaid experiences, cool experiences, crappy experiences, everything in between. Um, We did some research, like we said, we have like, I've got some stats I've got some some firsthand experiences. JP has people that she's talked to that have shared their experiences. So we're going to we're going to talk about that today. Yes, Let's get, I get started. think we should start with your favorite internship. I'm gonna go first and just kick off by saying I've never had an internship, and yes, in this day and age, that is very very weird especially because as most of you guys know I was a business major so basically my resume had nothing about internships it had experiences in college such as university ambassadors and whatnot that was a more internship like experience but no pure summer internships and before you guys get on me about like what the hell was I doing all summer (laughs) let me tell you what I was doing every summer after in between semesters at college. I worked basically six part-time jobs every summer from pretty much eighth grade on, but especially starting in college. And all of the internships that I applied for and some that I got, some I didn't, all of their salaries were so low that it wouldn't enable me to make the amount of money I needed over the summer to pay for school. So I basically figured out a way to work six part-time jobs and make close to 10 grand every single summer. So that's kind of how I explained it to all of my potential employers. And TBH, none of them cared that I didn't have internship experience. As soon as I told them that I was banking 10 grand a summer, which is basically 12 weeks, they, yeah. were, they were like, cool, moving on, talk to us about whatever. So that's my experience, my personal experience with internships in a nutshell. Well, I'm going to bookmark that because I have some, like, interesting stats on that in a second. But I'll just quickly say that my favorite internship... Okay, so this is hard because I've had, like, the spectrum of paid internships, unpaid internships, good experiences, and bad experiences. Um, Like, all... I've had three internships. uh, Four internships. And um, I would just probably say my first, like real advertising internship with uh an agency in atlanta was like my absolute favorite um it was paid but that's not why i liked it (laughs) um the people were amazing i made so many like network connections it's when i really realized i wanted to be in advertising and that was my favorite one but i wanted to go back to jp okay we gotta like we gotta dive into this because um like having Having a paid internship is 
nice, but it's not like it's not always easy to to like land one. I would say no, um, not at and all. I just, and I want to talk wanna... about my company's intern process after you do your stats. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to really quickly like plug this. Um, plug this. Hold on, I'm pulling it up on my computer right now, so it's taking a second. Oh, I wanted to plug this um, this kind of campaign that's called Pay the Interns. I've seen it on Twitter. Um, it's a hashtag, and it's from this company called Way Up. Um, and we can Love like tag all of the company. cool stuff like down in the description. But um, basically, it has these stats that the cost of an unpaid internship um, for a student is about $7,000. So that's like housing and transportation to that place. Um, basically moving for like two to three months is about $7,000 just for the summer. Um, and so like what you're saying, JP, is like so true. Like students can't give up that $7,000 that they would have been making doing part-time work or full-time job over the summer um, just to like sit at a desk and at a company and like, pretend to do work right Um, and that's the risk right is how do you determine what the good internships are and I think we have some tips and tricks for that I know I certainly do just from the general hiring process at companies but that's the risk you run of like do you want to give up your entire summer for this unpaid or low paid internship when you don't even know what you're going to be doing at it exactly and I think it's really important to like like that number is really big and like students already have so much debt that they're going into just to go to college so like to add on to that debt and saying okay you have to have an internship on your resume to even get in the door of this whatever company it is is pretty ridiculous in my in my opinion I feel like like what you were saying JP like selling yourself as like hey I didn't do internships they're not on my resume but I did all this other work experience that like I can bring to this job they have super an important. entire game show to ch- like that you can win and they pay off your student debt. They have a game show about student oh debt. And I think that internships are one of the reasons that students go into debt because we so much focus on the fact that like you need to do internships in your quote unquote area of interest or your major or whatever the case may be. And right. for some industries, I do think that is true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not taking away. If you have are one of those people that have 17 internships, power to you. But for right. those that cannot financially afford it or choose to not do it for financial purposes, that is okay. And I am a perfect example of that. So don't let anyone tell you that you must have one because it's just not true. Right. I think it's almost, um, this is kind of like, something that I've been battling with just doing the research for this podcast is like, or this episode is just like, I feel like internships are almost a way of discrimination in a way, because if you aren't able to throw around 10 grand every summer for three, four summers before you get a job, um, you're at a disadvantage. Like it, it honestly is a disadvantage for for someone who may be brilliant and could, I don't know, have the cure for cancer, but they can't get an internship because they can't, you know, pay for school or whatever they need to do. They need to make be making money. Um, so I feel like it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of a form of discrimination financially, like socioeconomically. 
Now, if it is a paid internship, that is a little bit different. A well-paid internship, which I will give a shout out to the company I work at. They do a phenomenal job of paying their interns. Um, And we really do try and give quality work to the interns. And, you know, you get a mixed bag. I talked to four interns to research for this podcast, and three of the four of them absolutely loved their experience. One of them felt like they didn't get nearly enough work, so they were just kind of bored on the day-to-day. But they all said that they were compensated well for their time. And I think that is super important because, to me, that was my biggest driver about anything. The whole reason I went to the University of South Carolina is because they were going to financially compensate me more than any other school to go there. That's real. And I think, like, um, going off of the point that, you know, being compensated well, like, do your, I would say one tip is to do your due diligence when you're looking at doing an internship, um, especially if you're like in your later years in college, because it's, there's no harm in asking how much you're going to be paid an hour. Like I would say, like, that's what I did in my first internship in advertising. I asked the HR, the head of HR who was in contact with us, I asked her how much we were going to get paid. I asked her what, you know, overall the whole, like what, 10, 12 weeks, what we were supposed to be making. Um, and if that was competitive pay compared to either an unpaid internship, obviously, or another internship that maybe I was interested in that would also be paying, but maybe wouldn't be paying the $12 an hour or whatever it was. So like give, get yourself all the information you can get on payment, whether or not a company may not be able to pay you directly, but maybe they'll cover like your, um, your, metro card or they'll cover your parking or they'll offset some cost about you know other things like lunches or whatever it may be like see where you can where where the benefits are for you financially in every internship that you're considering that would be my first tip I think the biggest tip for me is that if your internship doesn't give you what you think you need but you still ultimately take it so if you do all of that research that Kay is talking about and you're like well it doesn't offer 10 out of 10 of what I'm looking for, but it offers 6 out of 10, you can negotiate to try and get those other four things on the table. Just because you're an intern doesn't mean you can't take ownership over your experience. And here's why I say that. You have 8, 10, and max 12 weeks to essentially learn all that you can about an industry, a company, a role, a project, etc., That is basically like a job on steroids because normally when you go into a job, you have... You make a 30, 60, 90 day plan. Well, 90 days is almost your entire internship. So you right. got to just roll with it. So it's literally like you need to make a 30, 60, 90 day plan, except it's a one, two, three week plan. What yeah. do I need to know in my first week? What do I need to know in my second week? What do I need to know in my third week? So by that fourth week, I'm rolling. And that yeah. sucks, but it's an awesome experience because normally in the real world, it takes us six to eight months just to learn and understand what our new role, if you go into a new one, is going to be about and what you're going to be doing on the day-to-day. So for an intern, you need to be prepared and willing to do that extra work. Yeah, I think going off of that, um, I'll just quickly talk about kind of my experience with specifically that problem, uh, when I was interning in Paris, and the reason I took the the internship or I applied for it um, in Paris is because I wanted to live and work abroad. Like that has been my ultimate goal. It still is a goal that I have um, for like big girl job, 
but I wanted to see if I liked it. I had this dream for so long and I was like, okay, well, if I intern somewhere and I absolutely hate it and living abroad is a nightmare, then I know I have, what, three months and I can leave. And there's like an end date to it. Um, but basically with this internship that I had in Paris, um, it, it was kind of like that whole thing of I had to take ownership of my experience. So I came into this internship speaking like pretty good French Um, I had kind of like a weird start because it was a holiday week. So people were like not really in the office and I was kind of meeting people as they were trickling back in from vacation. Um, so the first like two, three weeks of that internship honestly was so slow and I was so bored and I was pretending to be busy and like week three, I was thinking, okay, I have what another seven weeks of this. Like I have to make sure that I'm actually getting work. I have to just get out of my comfort zone and talk to somebody and say, hey, do you need help with something? Hey, like I saw this thing earlier that you guys were working on. Can you tell me about it? I just had to break out of that because I'm I'm the kind of person that, A, I'm in a foreign country. I'm speaking a language I'm not super comfortable speaking day to day. And I have to figure out how I'm going to like get things into my portfolio that are great, that's great work or be able to make a network connection with someone that I sit across from. So like, Definitely making, like, definitely hustling and saying, okay, listen, this internship, like, A, it's going to cost me essentially $7,000 or, you know, close to that. Um, I need to make sure that I'm getting my $7,000 worth. Like, I need to make sure that this company is going to see that, like, they need to actually invest in me because I'm helping them with fresh ideas, um, fresh perspective, uh, my design skills or whatever it is for your internship, Um, because like that is honestly the reason why you're there. Yeah. I think that one of the coolest internships I've ever heard of is one of, I call them my babies because this is the class that were freshmen when I was a senior. They are now going to be seniors in college. I am so old. Um, (laughs) but one of my babies, um, interned at Alaska Airlines this past summer and on her Instagram stories I was always seeing her flying all these places and I was like what is this girl doing like I want to know me up. <laughs> yeah like I, I want to know so I was asking her about it and she got to basically do um, executive strategy an executive strategy internship but anybody that works for Alaska Air gets to fly standby for free. So she basically spent the entire summer traveling all over the country, including Hawaii and Alaska, and just, like, had the experience of a lifetime. So I think that is probably the coolest internship I've ever heard of, ever, 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 outside of, like, what you read in books, like the person I know. (laughs) What about you, Kay? I think um, one really cool internship that I've heard, hmm, let's see... I think someone I know interned, so I'm in advertising, so, like, I think everything is cool. (laughs) Anything having to do with uh, advertising is cool, so, like, bear with me. But um, one of my, one of my, like, new coworkers um, said that she interned in a small design firm in, in, in Spain, I think it was. It must have been Spain. It was Argentina. Wow, I'm like blanking on the place, but it was definitely (laughs) um, a Spanish speaking country. And she was just talking about how like 
how she just met so many people and like got to learn the industry in in a different way and like I'm all geeked about like culture differences and like language differences and things like that so she was more in the design aspect of that so it was it was cool to hear that she got to do like projects that got produced and companies that were like oh yeah like your design work is so good that we want to put it on our social and like you know you know put your work out there for other people to see um so that's been probably like one of the coolest ones that I've heard um but I feel like there have been other people that have been doing cool things I don't know if you can think of another one JP um yes lots of cool people doing cool things I will say that pretty much anyone that's passionate about their work I get super excited for them because I'm like ooh, they seem excited about it I want to learn more about what they're doing so even friends that have graduated and taken full-time jobs that work at Google or Boeing or all of those super popular companies but there's also people that will go and work for nonprofits um, or do internships in DC I know that something I'm super jealous about that I didn't get to do in college but I wish I could go back and do is a semester in DC and that's basically where they go and they intern for a um, senator or whoever for an entire semester so it's a semester off school so it's more like a co-op but it's a super cool opportunity and everyone I know that did it loved it so that one's that seemed really cool too. So the reason I think that 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 all the people they got to do the DC internship or co-op whatever you want to call it, the DC program was so cool is that it's just such a unique and diverse experience that I don't feel a lot of people would have on their resume. Right. Yeah. So even as a business major, that's something that I think would have been really cool on my resume. Um, Mm -hmm. now I had my a million part-time jobs to talk about. So <laughs> I feel like that is part of the reason one explaining that I needed to do part-time work in order to be financially stable but two I wanted to diversify my experience because I knew that after I graduated I'm going to be able to switch companies switch jobs whatever I want to do from that end but to in order to get really different experiences I was never going to be able to get that after I graduated so managing a restaurant for me was one of my top things because I always really like I mean I love food we all know this And I wanted to know what it really went into to manage a restaurant. So that was a huge opportunity for me, an experience that made me realize I never want to own my own restaurant. But it showed me what being an entrepreneur looks like and was one of the experiences that I'm consistently able to draw on when I think about different projects that I'm working on for my huge corporation that I'm at now. I think also, like... um... So you've got, like, the nice – it's good to have our both of our perspectives because I feel like um, the companies that we've been, like, working for or looking at working at are kind of different in sector, but they are pretty similar in, in setup. Um, so diversifying your experience to show that, you know, in your corporation, JP, like, hey, I've, you know, seen the entrepreneur entrepreneurial side of business, and I've also seen, like – you know, kind of the co-op-y, like, internship experience for my friends and experience that in a university setting myself. Um, For me, in the advertising side, um, we always joke about, like, creatives are anywhere and everywhere, and they can, like, do anything. You could be, like, a film producer and still work in advertising, or you could be, like, a designer, uh, illustrator, whatever it may be. Um, And I feel like the thing that's kind of scary to people sometimes is 
is if you take one internship in one sector, you have to stay in that kind of vein. And I feel like that's the biggest lie that has been told to us. Um, I did three internships in advertising, and they were all three very different. The internship I'm in now is a big, you know, company, super well-known corporation. Um, the one I did before that was in Paris. It was not as well-known. It was kind of medium to small-sized. Um, so that's a whole different experience. And then my first internship in advertising was probably the happy medium. So it wasn't too big, wasn't too small. And those three, those three experiences were diversified because they were different kinds of management, different languages, different cultures. So there's so much you can do to kind of diversify your own experiences, even if you are staying in the same vein of the same sector or the same type of business, but don't feel like you have to be in that forever. Yeah, I love that. That is such a good point. I think the last tip that I can share on this topic would be learn your leadership. That doesn't mean take yes. a bunch of tests yes. online and be like, oh, um, I'm an orange leader and this is how I communicate. But <laughs> as you're doing all of these different experiences and internships or part-time jobs, whatever, take note of what your leaders are doing and whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like, think about the way that they are addressing you, an intern, whether it's unpaid or paid. Think about how they address the people underneath them, whether they take credit for your work or put you on a pedestal to showcase your work because right. these are going to going to come in handy later because you're going to be able to say okay I loved that this leader did this but not that yes. and you're going to be able to take pieces of everything and combine it into your own leadership style and that's ultimately what's going to make all of us I I'm going to say millennials but especially millennial women, woo, woo. but millennials in general, that's what's going to make us great leaders. If they're going to force right. us to do 97 internships, then make sure that you are pulling valuable information from every single one. Don't just do it and then throw it on your resume and be like, um, I looked at spreadsheets all summer. <laughs> Say, it was rad. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go on your resume as you analyze data all summer, for example. But in an interview format, you can say, okay, what I took away from this internship is what kind of leader I don't want to be. It's okay to say that. Yeah. You can say the leadership style I encountered at this internship was XYZ, and here's why I don't think young people responded to it. So when I am a leader in this organization, should you hire me, this is how I want to talk to people. Right. And that, I think, really impresses employees. Speaking as someone that works at a corporation, I know that that impresses employers. And that's like, I think that's a really good, um, this is a really good tip to end on because I feel like I have not only, you know, been an intern kind of like on a two-person team or on a five-person team and also on a 12-person team of interns. So I've seen like the big and small um, and I've worked with other interns that have either been so gung-ho, so eager that like it motivates me to be just as great or like work twice as hard but I've also worked with people who don't care like they feel like because they're bored or because of whatever the situation might be uh getting work wise that you know this internship is easy or it's not challenging me or whatever and they aren't even taking in the fact that they have access to so many different people they can observe so many different ways people interact with each other, how they go to meetings, how they email each other, etiquette, things like that. Like they're not even taking in the small things that it's like you really need to pay attention to what's going on around you because that is going, like JP said, that's going to help you 
not only figure out what kind of leader you want to be, but also it's going to help you figure out what kind of place you want to work at. So it may not be the place you're interning. You may not, you may not say like, oh, I love this place I'm working at right now and I want to, you know, come back and apply here later. That may not be what, how you feel at the end of the internship, but at least you'll know like what you do want, what your, what your, you know, best case scenario list is and then what you're you know trying to avoid really so you can say I don't want to have a leader that's like this or I don't want to work for a place that you know has this type of structure you can kind of you know weed down your your options or focus really on the places that you do want to work so that's like a really good note to end on I think so in review we have four tips we're leaving you with today yes tip numero uno was do your homework make sure you're researching your internships and understanding what you're going to be doing while you're there for 8 10 12 weeks tip numero dos was don't be afraid to negotiate for what you want so i'm not saying go in and ask for like a million dollars an hour i'm saying if you want to do something at an internship don't be afraid to ask people i'm sure they'll be cool with it tip numero trace was diversify your experiences. Don't be afraid to go outside your comfort zone, either in industry or within your own industry, just different types of companies, because that's going to look really great. And then tip number four is learn your leaders. At the very least, if you don't come out with something killer to add to your portfolio or your resume, at least come out of it learning what type of person, employee, or leader that you want to be in the organization that you ultimately get hired at or start on your own. Ooh, yeah, start on your own, guys. Let us know. So um, we want to hear from you guys, as always. Um, let us know what you feel about unpaid internships, paid internships, your experiences. Um, if these tips can be helpful for someone, please, please, please share this podcast with them. Um, give give us a, you know, a little shout out and be like, hey, I heard this cool podcast with these tips you might need. Um, we are all for helping people and um, getting them on their way for great businesses, jobs, etc. Um, what else do you want to ask the people? I want to know your internship horror stories and the best internships you've ever had and the best leaders you've ever had because this yeah. is something we're going to dive into as Kay begins to enter the professional world as a full-time employee soon. Screaming, and honestly I screaming. I have recently been promoted at my current employer. Um, we're starting to experience all of those things and we want to talk more about them and give you guys the tips that we know you want to hear. So make sure to... Drop a comment. Comment. Yes. Make sure to drop a comment <laughs> or email us. We are J and K. Emails below. Our social media is below. And yeah. And don't forget to share with someone that you uh, that you're friends with because we're friends sharing and we're sharing this is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye.